Welcome to Between Two Mics, the podcast that brings you remote recording resources from Squadcast.fm. I'm Rock Felder, co-founder and CFO of Squadcast. And I'm Zach Moreno, co-founder and CEO. On Between Two Mics, we bring you interviews with podcasters, experts in the field of remote recording. We discuss current events in podcasting and so much more. Twice a month, you'll hear a founder's episode. That's just the two of us chatting about all things remote recording, updates to Squadcast, what we're up to, and what we're listening to. The other two weeks of the month, we'll bring you interview episodes. Zach and I will sit down with experts in the podcast space to discuss their companies, their podcasts, their thoughts on podcasting, creating content, and more. The most exciting part? We're recording all of this on Squadcast, the best place to record remote audio and video interviews in studio quality. So let's get between two mics. All right, we got a quick founder episode today talking about some of the news around uh, Facebook getting into the podcasting space, maybe a little bit more than they have in the past. But just to uh, give you a preview, we're going to talk about where Facebook is coming from here, what's been their involvement with the podcasting community and space thus far, what's the recent news looking like, and then where do we think this is going to go from here? To kick us off, Rock, what's Facebook done in podcasting thus far, or or broadly like audio from your perspective? Mm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, before this, I guess not too much. That's why this is kind of a interesting topic. I mean, certainly they've been a destination, a playground, if you will, that we've podcasters frequent. There's a lot of podcasters that hang out in Facebook groups like the podcast movement group, or there's like cut the BS podcasting. Buzzsprout has a great group. Ariel Nissenblatt, our community manager runs two Squadcast Facebook groups. So it's definitely, you know, a place where we've seen podcasters organize and, and connect with each other and some good and some bad things about that. That was a big way that Squadcast built connections with people in podcasting when it wasn't like in-person events, we were hanging out on those different groups, trying to help folks out as well. So, and learn from them. It's a great place to learn about podcasting, but uh, yeah, to my knowledge, there's not really been much else. What, what about you? I was going to have a similar answer and to, to add, you know, that's like podcast community, podcasters collaborating and talking to other podcasters. But then there's also huge communities and groups for essentially audience engagement or, you know, fans of true crime podcasts. There's uh, a bunch of them that, um, you know, people that I'm connected with like frequent and, that's uh, a big space as well as like, you know, hosts engaging with their audience through groups, um, as well as podcast hosts collaborating with other podcast hosts. You know, maybe this will be a little bit more anecdotal, but also I imagine there's people who get connected with like interviews and guests through the platform. I've been invited to be on podcasts through yeah. Facebook Messenger, stuff like that, groups, but nothing really for podcasters, you know, like it, it's kind of like, hey, you could have a page and everybody could have a page or you could have a group, but anybody can have a group. That's just how people are interacting on Facebook. It's right. Like exactly. Facebook's like saying, hey, we're trying to facilitate or foster to podcasters or have co podcast content created via our tools. That's yeah. Slight difference, right? Yep. Or major yep. difference, I guess. Exactly. And that's kind of 
where Facebook is coming here. So fairly easy to sum up like what's happened thus far. There's no way to subscribe to podcasts or listen to podcasts or do any of the the things that some other platforms like let's say like Spotify does or like Apple Podcasts does. So that really brings us to where we are now. What's the news today? How would you sum it up? So I heard it from Vox by way of Recode and shout out to the good people at Vox ha- happily serving Fox podcasters through Squadcast. Happy yes, to do thank that. You. Grateful for y'all. So the article that made me aware of this news says Facebook plans to go after Clubhouse dash and podcasts. I do think <laughs> it is in that order. I do think yeah. it's uh, more of a, an assault, if you will, on Clubhouse and then they're just doing all this other audio stuff. Um, so yeah, that's that's the the title of the article. And essentially, Facebook just has plans to do some more things in audio. To me, I think that's actually as much as I'm, you know, I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest user of Facebook. I'm not the biggest fan of them. I've been this way way before it was even trendy and cool to hate on Facebook, not to toot my own horn, but it's just how it, how it worked out for me. Yeah. So seeing this happen, it's... I think it's good for audio, though. I think people everywhere, whether you're big tech or just uh, an indie creator, like I think we're all seeing that there's something special about audio and all these different companies, big and small, are trying to figure out how to play a part. So I think that's I'm actually more optimistic on this than I I would expect if you had told me that this was the news I was going to wake up to. Yeah, it's kind of additive. There's all these platforms, tech companies that are essentially trying to go after Clubhouse. All the big ones. All the Netflix, big ones. they're all going after something in audio. Amazon, mm-hmm. obviously. I mean, so it's... That was like super interesting to see, particularly how Slack is approaching it and how that played out. You know, yeah. Stuart Butterfield is a, is, is a cold individual. That's... <laughs> so is yeah. Benioff. Yeah, respect. So <laughs> I found a tweet that I think best summed this up. It's basically like Clubhouse is a feature. It's not a platform. Ooh. And yeah. Fire. And, and that's why you're getting this kind of all these other platforms saying, oh, well, we do video today or we do this other form of real time engagement, live engagement today. Audio, just a slightly different UX, you know, slightly different treatment. We, of course, understand and espouse the benefits of quality audio. And, you know, the how that can lead to credibility and a bunch of other positive brand assets for for content creators. But, you know, Clubhouse is adding something to the to the board when it comes to audience engagement. And there's a bunch of criticism. So we'll kind of spare you those details uh, for now. But that's pretty much what it seems like. You know, Facebook, they uh, they got into images with Instagram, right? They they got into messaging first with Messenger, but then, you know, WhatsApp. And there's basically a new category within social networks of audio. Social audio is what they were calling it, what Mark Zuckerberg was calling it. And um, and I've seen others refer to it as well. So they can't not participate in that, right? Like they are the mm-hmm. social network. So they would be remiss not to play the their part in developing this new category of social audio. I'm I'm curious how much the overlap is with podcasting, because that's been a big debate, right? Is like Clubhouse isn't podcasts, but yet people keep saying Clubhouse is going to kill podcasting or is the next evolution of it. I don't buy that. I don't. That's not my perspective, although it is interesting to consider. What do you think about that? It's like, is YouTube the same as filmmaking? I don't think people would say that. So no. maybe that's a similar thing here where it makes sense for Facebook why they're you know, why they're going after Clubhouse, because it's a, they're, they're just adding a social audio 
element to their platform. Their platform is all about keeping you on their platform. And so that it, this makes sense why, you know, they probably are seeing people leaving their platform for Facebook. Well, what can they do easily is turn that switch on to make people have video chats without the video essentially. And, uh, and that's really more so what I think this news seems to, or at least the, the plans that they have in audio, it really is around this social audio component. Um, the only thing that I see that seems to have anything to do with podcasting yeah. is a podcast discovery product that will be connected to Spotify. So yeah. shoot, if they can solve the podcast discovery problem, let them have it. Like, good, yeah. good job, Facebook. Like, thank you. You know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's see. Yeah. It's like, you know, of course it's going to be something social. They're going to play to their strengths with the data that they have. It's like, see what your friends are listening to. And that is some sort of supercharged word of mouth, right? Where maybe people would have said it on their own. That could be a good thing. Um, I don't think it hurts to try and certainly you know, we respect Spotify and where they're coming from. So this being in collaboration with them seems to add some credibility from my perspective. Like if they were just approaching podcasting as like an island and they didn't announce this with like any other kind of partnerships or anything, I think I'd be a little bit more skeptical and think like, oh, this is just going to be some clubhouse stuff or that sort of thing. But the fact that they're working with Spotify seems to kind of lead some credibility here. We're going to take a quick break. But we'll be back soon with more from Between Two Mics. This episode is brought to you by Mila Atmos and her award-winning civic engagement podcast, Future Hindsight. Join Mila every week in conversations with citizen changemakers who are working on some of the most pressing issues facing our society and discover how you, yes, you can reinvigorate our social contract. You'll always come away with something hopeful. An interview with Kurt Anderson kicks off their new all-author season with a deep dive into America's recent history that explains our current economic and political climate. Follow Future Hindsight wherever you listen to podcasts or tune in on futurehindsight.com. Hey, Squadcasters, we're excited to tell you all about another awesome community event we've got planned for you. Yeah, we are partnering with Podsound School to bring you a free virtual workshop. Since we launched the capability to record video and audio on Squadcast, Squadcasters have been asking us for tips and tricks on how to create high-quality videos and clips. So, we decided to work with some of the best in the business to bring you a workshop called How to Create High-Quality Videos and Clips from Your Podcast. You'll learn from Steve at Pod Sound School during this free, hour-long session all about capturing video on Squadcast, dragging it into an editing software, adding fun flourishes, and uploading that content to your platform of choice. It's going down live on Friday, April 23rd at 1 p.m. Pacific time, or that's 4 p.m. Eastern time. But don't worry if you can't make it at that specific time, there will for sure be a replay available after. Find more info and RSVP for this session by going to Twitter. That's twitter.com slash squadcastfm. The information is pinned to our Twitter right there. Again, that's twitter.com slash squadcastfm. See you on the internet. This made me think about, okay, well, shoot, everyone in big tech is like kind of in the space now. Like there's, you know, Amazon was in uh, when they purchased Wondery and did some things with their, I think it's called Amazon Music, but they have podcasts on there. Yeah. Um, Google's continuing to put in efforts to to help podcasting or, or have a podcasting offering. So I'm pretty sure like all the Fang 
maybe even Microsoft is in there somehow that I'm not thinking of. I don't know if Zune, isn't that a Microsoft thing? <laughs> I don't think that exists anymore, but, uh, but, uh, Anyways. respect to Rob Greenlee for working on that though. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Rob. So, uh, where I'm going with this is like, it's, I think it's hard to tell, like right now, I don't feel like podcasting has changed really. Like I haven't felt the effects of Amazon being in there other than reading the article. Right. Like I haven't been hearing uh, and more professionalization, right? Like more yeah. resources for those creators that were working in Wondery. Sure. Oh yeah. That's good stuff too. I'm just saying like, it's hard to say, it's hard to know what the impacts will be, you know, today, tomorrow, next month, but like five years from now, what do you, what, where do you see, podcasting going like where do or specifically with these big tech efforts and initiatives well i think that it's interesting because i always think about podcasting as being like the internet of audio and that's really where it's like okay well the broader internet has social is like a really big slice of that pie so this is basically the internet of audio forced with social applications <laughs> i guess it's kind of how i'm thinking about it when it comes to how this plays out and i think it's just a further solidification that audio and podcasting are first class citizens on the web whereas before video seemed like it was somehow like more of a supported thing all the platforms had video you know and and this is kind of i think to some degree them those same companies realizing Oh, I could do an audio treatment and, you know, video is actually in a lot of ways more difficult to deliver and, and do well. Audio should be within reach because we already have video to some degree. And not that I'm to pause there for a second, not that I'm saying they're the same at all. Like, I love that there are these audio first experiences now um, and they're not mm -hmm. the same as the video experiences. So I just think that from a technical perspective, they're asking their engineers and their engineers are saying, well, we do video, so we could do audio. And their designers and UX people are saying, well, you know, we can design something unique here. So that's the way I look at it is like, this is a pretty big step towards the solidification of podcasting and audio being a being a first class citizen on the web. The, the other part that I'll mention is uh, I've often heard people who are critical of podcasting as a whole talk about this lack of th that there has basically never been a viral audio content. There's been all kinds of viral videos. Where's the viral audio? You know, and how do you make audio go viral? Is there something inherent about audio that it just does not travel and does not go viral the same way as other forms of content do? I think mm -hmm. we'll get the answer to that question finally with this big experiment that Facebook's about to do is can uh, can Facebook help audio go viral? That's interesting because like part of Clubhouse's infamy is some of these things that kind of were in the Clubhouse but got leaked and you know weren't necessarily uh, I mean they were highly criticized but it, it kind of helped build the like I said infamy it made it, yeah, it helped get uh, Clubhouse some exposure. But it didn't necessarily go viral. It just kind of was talked about a little bit on Twitter, but I wouldn't say it, it I still had a tough time finding it. Whereas viral, I'm not even looking for it and I find it, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't think we're there quite yet, but expand on that. Why do you think we haven't? I mean, obviously uh, video is a different type of engagement. We're visual creatures usually. So seeing stuff has a brings in more emotions and stuff like that. But I mean, you would think audio would go viral too, right? I think it's because the listener has to commit a bit more to audio. Mm. Like mm. to video, when you're when you're watching a video on like, let's say to continue today's theme on the Facebook newsfeed, which 
you mentioned before, I'm also not the biggest fan of Facebook for all kinds of reasons. But I think that the listener has to commit a little bit more to audio because we can only really listen to one thing at a time. Whereas you compare that to video or text or images, think about the Facebook newsfeed. It's a mix of all those things. You can kind of watch a video for a few seconds here or there and keep scrolling and read the next thing or be have a video playing while you're like reading the comments of the video, uh, looking at images. And you can kind of like easily switch between them. Whereas like audio, you kind of got to commit because our brains start to break down once you get to like listening to, you know, more than maybe two, three things at once, unless those things are in harmony, you know, in which case that's music. So that's really where, uh, where I, think that's a barrier to the the consumption. But, you know, the lines get blurry here with things like our, our friends at Headliner with their uh, audiograms. And, you know, we'll see what uh, we'll see. I mean, even Spotify, I think, does those now, those little embeds with clips of podcasts. And that should help as well. I think all of these things are trying to, like, find that space of, like, how do we make audio shareable? You know, uh, once that's really a solved problem. And, and when we first started out, it was like, there was not really much in that story, but now there's a couple uh, different attempts at doing it and some of them, you know, fairly successful. So what do you think about it? I think your point on commitment is really interesting. And obviously this is anecdotal, but I think that's my biggest issue with Clubhouse as a, as a user, as a consumer, as just a listener is like, it's a lot to commit to, man. And, and there's like a lot of, Huge. there's constantly stuff going on. So like when I'm co-founder Rockfelder of, of Squadcast, like I really embrace Clubhouse. It's a great way for us to have conversations, build connections with podcasters. So I'm all about it. And I'm grateful that we're exploring that and uh, been using that now consistently every week on Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern and uh, 10, 10 a.m. Pacific, shameless plug. But really, I, I have a, a tough time like committing to it because these rooms go on for hours and it's hard to like align my schedule up with the schedules of other people. But I have actually been finding recordings of these conversations, something like Balaji and Naval talking on entrepreneurship. It's It was recorded and posted on YouTube and I'm grateful for that. But at the end of the day, it's basically a podcast, right? So a low quality podcast at that very low quality. It's, it's very tough to get through. So yes, you're absolutely right. But it's just like, okay, so, you know, the value of it for me, I, I just, I, and again, it's is anecdotal, but it's, uh, the commitment is, is the toughest part for me about it. I, that's what I love about podcasting so much is that it kind of operates on, on my time and start and stop as I want. And it's perfect, but that's just me. That's why I'm here, right? That's why I'm not working at Clubhouse, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be ambitious and answer your question and say five, 10 years, somebody has figured out how to make audio go viral. Uh, I think that's uh, mm. it, certainly this is a big vote of confidence uh, in that, you know, in that journey that Facebook, the place where other things go viral is getting in this uh, arena, getting in the podcasting space. So I'm curious to see if they'll do other things to foster like audience engagement more, basically something like groups, but for podcasters, I don't know. I'm just kind of getting into speculation at this point. But I think all in all, I'm grateful that this is happening. It seems like a positive thing. They're working with some reputable people to approach this. And all the platforms are announcing Clubhouse competitors. So I'd be surprised if Facebook didn't compete, I guess, is kind of how... Uh, an, another way that I would say it. 
So no real surprise there. Will it be meaningful? We don't know. But uh, we'll certainly try it out and let you know what we think. Yeah. I kind of hope it is. Like, I want them to embrace audio and enjoy, and feel see the benefits of audio. Like, so I think it's a, it's a good thing. I mean, but, you know, it is worth noting that we tried to do, uh, or a few times we've done Facebook Live. Their uh, tools are not easy. They are not great. And we are tech founders, right? Like, we are very adept at being on camera, on mic, uh, these types of media applications. And we have had a lot of struggles and like, I really fail to, you know, see how that's, that's on us, I think. So I'm curious, uh, you know, will this be easy? Will this be like workable? You know, uh, I'm, I'm really curious about the UX questions there. Uh, certainly we have a lot of work that's gone into making sure that those things are true of our platform here on Squadcast. But from what I've seen from like their, their live, uh, tools and things like that, it's, uh, it's rough. So, uh, we'll see how that is experience wise for, for the, uh, audio, social audio that they keep talking about. Yeah. And thanks for humoring me with a prediction. We got it on tape, so we'll put a pin on it and check it back in five years. Cool. (laughs) All right. Later. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Between Two Mics. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you learned something or we intrigued you a bit, let us know on social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn by searching for Squadcast FM. And if you want to show the podcast some love, you can leave us a rating or review wherever it is you're listening right now. This show is put together by us, Zach and Rock. It's mixed and produced by Vince Moreno with help from Ariel Nissenblatt. Our logo is designed by Alex Wedby. Since we're a podcast about podcasts, we want to shout out the brands and products that we trust. We're recording using Squadcast.fm, and here's our current stack. For recording, we're using ATR2100 mics, Apple AirPods Max headphones, and Focusrite Scarlett 2i2 audio interfaces. We edit the show on Adobe Audition, and our hosting site is Simplecast. That's it for us this week. We're back next week with more from Between These Mics.